We are getting ready for the championship games. Only four teams left. Chiefs, Patriots, Saints, Rams. Remember when they said the playoffs were wide open and now like the one and two seeds are the only ones who are left? Anyway, we're taking a look at ADP this year, see what the ADP looked like in drafts, who are some of the biggest busts, who are some of the best values, and going forward, who are going to be the best values of next year? Let's find out and run up score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome around the score. It's Donald here with Scott Yo. and Tom. Hey, everybody. We are into the championship game. There are two meaningful NFL football games, or sorry, three meaningful NFL football games left. One step closer to Owen me. 10 bucks. Let's go, Pats. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. What, what was the bet? That, that they, they would make back? the Super Bowl. Thank oh, you, Tom. There, there's no way. By the way, our mediator, Tom, thank you. By the <laughs> way, said that I would not take that bet. Right. Because I, I, I was begging they're for They're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely incredible statistic that came out during the telecast. And it the last time the Patriots won a road playoff game was 2006. No way. When they went to San Diego and beat the Chargers. 2006. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Last time they won a road playoff. That's they shocking. haven't had to play them. You know? <laughs> well, that's, like, why. that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. It's not really because they stink on the road. It's because they win. It's well, just such an amazing stat because they've been in the playoffs every year. Since yeah. They, this is their eighth straight, I think it is now, their eighth straight AFC championship game. Uh, they will play the Chiefs, who looked good. Uh, Patriots look better. Uh, yeah. And then we got Saints Rams on the other side of rematch of two rematches of two incredible games. Yeah. Yeah. And the Saints, this Pumped. is going back. The Saints played the Rams last year as well. The game was awesome. Uh, so some high level football is going to be played on Sunday. Yeah. I thought this weekend was pretty good too. But like you said, the better teams like all year kind of showed yeah. that they were, although the Chargers really showed that they were a great team. That, that was a shocker to me. You yeah. know, they really kind of embarrassed themselves and came out flat. All they right. fought hard. But. Here's the take that I came up with while I was watching this Patriots game. I think that the Patriots purposely one roll their playoff, roll their playbook back <laughs> in the regular season towards the end of the year, because they know that they're going to get super crazy and innovative in the, in the postseason. 100% Right. And so like, even if they been like, true for a long time, yeah, but they, even like, they like don't Edelman care. has thrown like Edelman only throws touchdowns in the playoffs. Right, and he didn't even have to against the Chargers. I'm sure they had that play ready. Oh, he'll th he'll toss one. I bet next game. Yeah, he's when, once yeah. you really got to open it up against the Chiefs. Yeah, the that's going to be a great game. game. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. La the last one was 43 to 40 in New yeah. England. So. Yeah, so giddy up. Yeah, um, over. At this point, over. Got to take the. What over. are they going to set it at? Uh, it's got to be in the in the 50s or 60s. Right? 72. No, no that's too high. The last one was 83. I know, but still, it's it playoffs. I bet it's in the 60s, though. Like Let me see 60s. if I can get a lead like on the early line. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I, was trying, um, I actually think that's too high, too. But um, I guess we can transition into, like, I'll go because... Well, yeah, I this time last year, it was um, we wanted to uh, take a look at which players who were in the playoffs have boosted their draft value going into drafts next year. And, Scott, yours comes from the Patriots-Chargers game. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows who I'm going to say if they've listened to all year. 
This was the game for Sony Michelle. Oh my God! Three touchdowns, 123 yards, 123 yards. He only has one catch. He but did I mean, all that basically in the first half, anyway. Yeah, absolute domination. And I, I even said going in, leading up to this, I think I thought this was going to be the time where the Patriots showed why they picked Sony Michelle so early and why he's so good. And you know, he goes out there and really just balls out. And I've always loved him, but you know, this is pushing his value. His ceiling is so high because he's the Patriots running back. Yeah, you don't see Rex Burkhead a lot in this game in the meaningful moments, like you said. You see James White playing wide receiver as he gets 15 targets in this game. Unbelievable. And, you know, I think everything is pointing toward Sony Michelle, 20 carries per game. As long as he's healthy, the Patriots are going to do it. They've shown they're, they're going to yeah. do it every single game that he has been healthy. He's delivered on it to the tune of 100 yards and a touchdown a lot. And he showed you this, like, untouchable ceiling, this RB1, right. you know, top 10 overall running back next year ceiling if you, if you string a couple games like this together with steady performance. Yeah. Absolutely. I, he looked great. He looked extremely healthy, probably the healthiest he's looked all year at the perfect time. They came in and just steamrolled the Chargers with Michelle. And I agree with you there, too. Like he, This is probably the strongest he's been all year. He's yeah. been st- trending up and up, and they've done a good job like limiting him and gearing him up for this playoff run. Of course, too. of course. And it's just it's just been a really – I don't even know how to put it into perspective. With three touchdowns in the second half, I was like, this is Scott's pick because we knew that we were doing this. We were opening oh, the show with this yeah. question. I was like – and, and you had a really good one. And I wanted to make sure that we mentioned it because before this game, you had CJ Anderson yes. as your pick. Yes, for sure. And that's another great one because, and he's really interesting because he's going to be a free agent. He signed yes. a one year deal with the Rams. He's playing out of his mind, stealing carries from Todd, a healthy Todd Gurley now. Well, not even stealing. Not even, yeah, he, yeah. he deserves it. They but both go 100 plus in this game. Funny thing, I was looking up Gronk's stat line, he only had one catch. But I Googled Gronk, and then I was going to write, like, stats and whatever. Retired. But the autofills were Gronk Tide Pods was one of them. <laughs> yes. He did PSAs about not eating Tide Pods. I know, Pods. but that's, like, like option three yeah. was Tide Pods. Thank Crazy. God we're out of 2018. Because <laughs> yeah. that was how the year started. Was The meme was kids eating Tide Pods. They were good. The blue and, and yellow ones are the best flavor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, blue... Always a solid flavor choice. By the way, uh, before we transition to Tom's pick, uh, I have the Chiefs Patriots over under. Do you guys want to make an official guess? 62. Tom? And a half. Oh, I guess it. Uh, <laughs> 60 and a half. 57 and a half. Oh, over. Over. Yeah, you guys might want to get that in now. Yeah, no kidding. Um, we can pause the show recording if you want. No, no, we no, can okay. continue. The show okay. must go on. The show must go on. And the show will go on with Tom's pick for the player who's upped their fantasy draft value so far this postseason. It's definitely Damian Williams. It's no doubt. Agreed. Unbelievable how much he's strung together. And the crazy thing is, is that he's a little bit unsexier than like Sony Michelle and others. I don't think that his draft stock will rise to the ADP that it actually deserves to be at. Agreed. We were For talking about whatever reason. You, you know, you can kind of pin that you on get some that people. Feel you get that on some feeling. Guys. And he's got the Spencer Ware clouding and yep. all that stuff. But you just got to realize that he plays on the Chiefs, who right now are the loadout team of loadout teams. If Kareem Hunt uh, never gets cut, or, or, well, let's say Kareem Hunt did get cut. Right. And then you string the Damian Williams performances, and I think you mash in the Spencer Ware in yeah, the first one. Yeah, sprinkle a little in. And that's RB5. Yeah, right. So I know. The, he's an RB1. Yes. That offense is built around having one. Yes. He does everything that you could want to do, catching, rushing. Got 30 he had 30 touches. 30 touches, exactly. 30 touches today. That's like Christian McCaffrey level, Ezekiel Elliott level. 
And on a team that is going to have a, a lot of wins under their belt, right. it's also something that we're very interested in because it's a, it's also really funny. You see people on like Twitter saying like, oh, they, they they lose every game that they don't give this running back like 20 touches. It's like, okay, well. Yeah, you, well, they're up 14 nothing when he gets all 20. <laughs> yeah, the, the reason that the running back gets 20 touches and they win, right. the reason those things happen is because they had the lead. And they can I run think, the ball. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that we'll have to continue to like update as we go through the show, like yeah. the importance of the running back or you know the unimportance. Like. Yeah, and it really is the unimportance, right? Yeah. You're talking about C.J. Anderson. Damian Williams started on the, Williams. as the fourth string running back on Kansas City. CJ Anderson was on the couch. Yeah, yeah, and if you're worried about Spencer Ware, it's valid. But if you don't know, they went out and paid Damian Williams already. Extended him two years. Yep. That's so perfect. You follow the money trail, and I think Damian Williams becomes my priority guy over Spencer Ware. Do you think for by, next year, forever? Do you think by this time next year they will have a second running back that looks to steal touches from Damian Williams? Going I think into next right year? now that would be Spencer Ware. Yeah, okay. because he's so familiar in the system, it's actually good. Yeah, it's almost and the other was, Williams. Uh, I think his name's Darryl Darren Williams. Darren yeah, which Williams. is tough because it's he, two D Williams. Yeah, on the yeah. stat. Cast. They always do this to us. They yes. did this with Akeem Hunt and Kareem Hunt, and now yeah. they're, they're doing this with the two Williams. But he's a rookie from LSU. Uh-huh. So and he's getting a little work now. So I don't see them making any additions sure. whatsoever to their running back. Yeah, I, was just I, I don't yeah. think there's any reason. It's actually good that Damian Williams came on so strong because if it was just Spencer Ware and like that's who they were trying and they weren't involving any of these other D Williamses, right? Then I would be worried that they're going to add somebody like right. Tevin Coleman could go there and exactly. shake things up, right. which would be cool for Tevin Coleman, right? But like in this case where they are using three guys and they're having success. Why change that? Exactly. They need to address the opposite side of the ball. They do. One, one thing I like to think about and fantasize about for fantasy reasons is if Leonard Fournette went to the Chiefs. I just <laughs> just well, imagine. Uh, just imagine how much he would dominate. A bit of news to get to from the 3-13 and 13 Jags. Leonard Fournette apparently met with Tom Coughlin this week. They hashed they everything up. out, and he will be a Jaguar is he getting going into next money, season. Though? I don't know about that. That uh, is left up. To the imagination for now. Yeah, have they confirmed he'll that be that's... a Jaguar? I know that the meeting supposedly went well. Yeah, but I think given the right offer, he would still be set sail. Right. Okay. Yeah, because you know, once that the money means it has to mean everything to Fournette, who has had injury troubles and stuff like yeah. that. So if yeah. they ain't gonna give it to him, he's gonna go somewhere else. The guy plays with a one hundred dollar bill on him. Yeah, at all times. Yeah. In his in his chest plate, yeah, his yeah and pants. his like uh, the lower back part, right, right. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like a tramp stamp. Yeah. It's like a <laughs> Benjamin Franklin portrait tramp stamp. <laughs> um, one more. We should get those matching. <laughs> no, no. Leonard Fournette signs it. Yeah. Holy shit! Sign my lower awesome. back. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, lower back tattoo. Might as well be a bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding crashers, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, one more name to get to from the uh, players who have upped their draft value in the postseason. I'm going Marlon Mack. A little bit of a lackluster performance for Which the Colts. Is good. But that's also a good thing <laughs> because God. it means that it won't rise up as much as we think it should which means that I will basically be in a bidding war between Tom and Scott for Marlon Mack next year. What's interesting, though, is there's these guys that like seem like they're coming into this third and fourth round mix that will be around Marlon Mack, like Damian Williams and like Sony Michelle yeah. and like Philip Lindsay and like Tariq Cohen. It's a loaded Chubb. running back We're going to be fine. We're not going to be beating each other up next year. Like, mm-hmm. okay, go ahead and take them. That's how I'm going to feel yeah. because there will probably be someone else for yeah, me. Yeah, honestly, I would lean Damian Williams. Philip Lindsay, right, so like, over those guys, but Mack. 
But he has that, you know, Marlon Mack shows he has that top 10 uh, in a week potential. Right. Absolutely. So, and, you know, you know we love what's tied to Andrew Luck. Of course. Always. All right. So with that in mind, we are now moving into the, the meat of this episode's sandwich. We're taking a look at the ADP from drafts in September. Now that the fantasy season is behind us, we're going to kind of take a look and see what kind of trends you could have taken advantage of, what, what players maybe presented themselves to you at the most advantageous times throughout the year. And I just wanted to go over the top 10 fantasy players of the year. Okay. So one, we had Mahomes. Two, Matt Ryan. Three, Todd Gurley missing the last two games of the season. I don't think people games. know Matt Ryan finished that high. Yeah. No, they don't. It's, it's tough to know that off the top of your head. He was like really, he was up and down at points too, and then kind of evened out at the back half of the year. But, you know, it's just our point. It's what, what our point has yeah. always been. Matt Ryan was free in every single yeah. draft, and he finishes as quarterback too. So. Another guy. And he plays the Bucks twice. Yeah, yeah it's just beautiful. <laughs> Another guy, Big Ben, was number four. Right. Incredible. Had a very similar thing to Matt Ryan like when you guys were talking all that stuff about Matt Ryan just now I was thinking all of this applies to Big Ben and obviously you know when you have a quarterback like of that age and that experience and you you know put that capable of weapons around them right these guys are just you know it's impossible for them not to succeed I mean the thing with Big Ben is that's his best fantasy season in a long long time right and it's the first time that he was available for all 16 games in a long long time which is a huge knock on his career and draft stock so don't chase this into next year is my Right. Opinion really, yeah. If someone especially wants to pick with him Antonio early, Brown probably uh, fleeing, yeah. If the like, owner Juju said is great, that he and doesn't James see Washington Antonio Brown co- on the team, he won't be on the team. Yeah, James Washington is cool, sure. Yeah. Juju, love him, right? But that's not enough. They right now. <laughs> they don't. They won't have Lady Bell. Like you yeah. know, yeah. It's gonna be different, and it, it's, it's probably gonna be different. It's gonna be interesting. You know, one of the guys that I'm interested in, we don't. I mean, in his ADP is gonna be Jalen Samuels, actually, because I think that he's gonna be used in a role that's much different than as what a tight he end. was this year. <laughs> I was just gonna say, as a tight end. <laughs> I think he might split out a little bit and play a little bit more wide receiver. Well, he might not have to. We'll get to AB, that when we cover play a little ends. running back. He he could have an interesting role. Yeah. I'm interested in his yeah. ADP coming in at number five. Saquon, he'll be free by the way. Yeah, he yeah. will. I think so, too. Number six was Christian McCaffrey. Number seven, Deshaun Watson. Eight, Andrew Luck. Nine, Alvin Kamara. Ten, Aaron Rodgers. So out of those, out of the top ten, I think it was seven of them were quarterbacks. Yeah, that sounds about right. Three of them were drafted outside of the top ten quarterbacks. Right. Including the top three finishers, Mahomes, Matt Ryan, and Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger drafted as QB 15 ahead of Mahomes, who was QB 16. Matt Ryan drafted as QB 13. Wow. Watson and Rodgers were That's drafted. That's even more respect than I saw Matt Ryan getting in the just the draft rooms that I was right. in. Matt Ryan was you know the last starting quarterback taken in even our ten man league. Yeah, uh, I wanted. Now we're going to move that into the. We'll compare the top ten scores to the top ten in ADP from this summer's draft. See where everybody ended up. Yeah. Uh, number one, Todd Gurley. His ADP was one point four. So more often than not, he was the top pick, which is I think. Very smart for and a lot of people. Do you delivered. think that there's a threatening like chance of CJ Anderson like taking yes. the top pick away from him? Like if yes. CJ Anderson was involved like this and they came out and said, This is how it is now, I think Saquon becomes the number one pick. Yes. I think you're one hundred percent right. And yeah. I think if you if you told me that you were gonna take Saquon with your first pick next summer and you cited what you just said, Tom, to that person, I'm gonna say, I probably would make the same call. How yeah. about this? Wayne think- Gallman? Was in the bottom uh, fifteen in yards per carry. Yeah. Right. So like it, it's not a threat. Saquon. Saquon did you know what's actually amazing. really interesting? I saw this online. Um, number one in yards per carry on their team 
basically. It's it's a team sort of metric. Yeah. But the way it shook out was Carryon Johnson was number one in the yeah. league. Okay. And then like Garrett Blunt was last. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Who had more carries? That's crazy. Well, uh, well Blunt, actually, obviously, yeah, had yeah, more yeah. carries because because Carryon got hurt. Yeah, and he had to earn his way in. But Carryon was world beating. Yes. And he yeah, was absolutely. matchup breaking. So he's a guy with that injury that I would think. Honestly, even with, you know. I'm looking to draft Even him. if C.J. Anderson goes somewhere else and the Rams say, you know, we're right back to Gurley, you know, 30 touches a game. And you want to take Saquon? I don't. I honestly don't yeah. think I'd argue with it. And that's as a Todd Gurley worshiper yeah. who has, <laughs> taken, you know, used him for multiple championships. Yeah. Saquon, what he did behind that team and that offensive line, which actually graded out to like the 27th best offensive line in the league. He, he was incredible yeah. against incredible odds. It right. was amazing. Right. So if things start to trend Anywhere near the right direction for the Giants, it means Saquon's going to have a better year than 2,000 total yards and 90 catches. Right. Yeah. It's exactly. insanity. So Gurley's ADP was the first player overall. Second player overall drafted, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. How could you have possibly known what was going to take place this season going into it? We thought it was the right pick number two overall, but we did all say that we preferred Todd Gurley to him. Uh, but again, you know. You're probably going to go back to the well, depending on where he lands next year. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to yeah. hard to speculate on yeah. in either direction. I Never. think, yeah, I mean, I think looking forward to his prospects next year are impossible to tell. But you know, there obviously is massive upside, right? Amazing upside if the stars yeah. align. After uh, Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson drafted as a, as ADP of three point five, so either the third or the fourth pick, typically based on that number. And you know, I. I don't blame people for doing it, and he was the 10th overall running back. Now, he did finish like a full 100 points behind Todd Gurley, right. and we thought that that gap was going to be smaller going into and this And Todd year. Gurley didn't play two games, and David Johnson barely left the field. Yeah. And they claimed <laughs> to be doing everything that they possibly could to be getting him the ball. I think the head coach signing of uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury, thank you, Don, means wonders for David Johnson that and David Johnson devil. specifically. Um, this guy's supposed to be, you know, an offensive guru. He coached the likes of it was like in order, Johnny Football, Baker Mayfield, Pat Mahomes, you know, just in a row, these guys have all been superstars. Their offensive have have shown a high propensity to use a running back, especially a guy as as talented as this. Sure. You know, I would go back to the well. I would pick David Johnson in the top five picks again next year, even based off of like that was the worst we might ever see from David Johnson. Yeah. Running it's back a, 10. It's kind of Similar to when uh, Todd Gurley actually tanked, but he got like yes. a top ten. Yeah. Right, you know it is very similar. To it, that. it just didn't return what you wanted, and I get the frustration. Right, but if you play that many games and you're durable and you are the red zone option, you're the goal line Could've option, except so. for the one game where you're for some reason Chase not. Edmund scores two <laughs> touchdowns. I yeah. mean, even even but if I mean, David that Johnson, was one game right. for no and, reason. So and it's God like God forbid David Johnson gets those two touchdowns. You might look at his whole season differently. He yeah. might be finish. running back nine, yeah. literally. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's a disappointment, but he didn't destroy you. No, no doubt. After him was uh, Zeke Elliott, 3.7. So he, him, him and David Johnson was essentially a coin flip, weighted a little bit more in David Johnson's direction. But those who took Zeke were rewarded with the fourth high, or fifth highest scoring non-quarterback in fantasy this year. Yeah, 2, Zeke 000, had an unbelievable 2, season. 2,000 yards of his own, and... He caught more passes this year than he has any other year that, in his career. That was career. one of my favorite storylines of the whole year. It's the was, biggest thing about it. It if, has if to Zeke be. showed that he's not, you know, that 
everyone thought he was that prototypical Bruiser. hammer back. Yeah. And he's so different. He is the the 2018, you know, stereotypical running back that can do it all, the hybrid type of back. He's, he's an incredible he's what wide you want. receiver. He's like the besides Saquon. Oh, he's what you want. He is yeah. the prototype. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like he's He's so yeah. rocks, and he offered a consistency that a lot of uh, the others did not. No, the guys that we mentioned ahead of him, yes, also, right. but, but like it. behind him, no, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. yeah, even like Camara, who was probably yeah. next. Uh, Saquon was next. Okay. You were close, yeah. Uh, but Saquon, we just mentioned, he was the third highest scoring. Saquon was really drafted ahead of Camara. Yeah, Saquon was at uh, six. Antonio Brown six point five. Camara six point six. Okay, so, so they were all right. So those there. three right there, all I, of them did. I had it that way. Yeah. So hey. Cool, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know Saquon obviously was a godsend, and those of you who were bold enough, not even really bold enough, just there was smart some enough to take that, him in the there first round. There was some boldness that went into it, but you know I think this is the final nail in the coffin that. Like, you know, if there's a rookie running back that is trending in this direction, you take that risk. Yeah. Because they're fresh and they're obviously good enough to get the job done. It's, it's about, happened year after year. It's about the opportunity, right? It's, Absolutely. So we see how replaceable they are. And it's the same thing with a rookie. It's like, okay, we can replace you with CJ Anderson off the couch or we right. can commit to this rookie who's going to play 16 games and we're going to feed him like crazy. And we, if we want to make him a bell cow, if you're a bell cow, you're going to wind up in the top 10 running backs. And that's basically Chris Carson. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who wasn't in the, in the top 10, but it was probably right outside the top 10 15. And you know, he wasn't even, he wasn't even the starter no. for the first three weeks. No, yeah, he missed yeah. two games with injury. So to your point, top 10 option every week. Yeah. That oh, he was without yeah. question, yeah. without question. Uh, Antonio Brown, I just wanted to touch on because you know he was drafted as the first wide receiver off the board, turned in another top five season, led the league in receiving touchdowns. Yeah, and he was so you know he a lot goes of people right were back to the guy sour with him though. Agreed. I think he, be, I think because of that sour feeling left in people's mouths, because of him going to a different team, I think that there is a chance that he becomes a monstrosity of a value. Yes, in next Agreed. year's drafts, because if he goes outside of the top five picks, I don't care where he goes. It is a mistake. Yes. The there guy are, is unbelievable. There are rumors that uh, Broncos are really hardening up a deal for him. Ooh. But their problem has never been receiver talent. So no. It's like, the yeah, talent. yeah. Agreed. So I don't know if I love that, but yeah. that, but it's it makes Brown. me think that it'll like happen because right. it's going to just ruin the cool yeah. fantasy aspect of it. No. No. Yeah. Don't think like that, Tom. <laughs> He's going to the Bucks. The Bucks. <laughs> Not my boy Adam Humphreys, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit, shit, not them. No, nah, he'd actually stay on the field. I'd like to squeeze I, out Godwin. Honestly, Brown, you know, obviously, you just want him to go somewhere that seems like it's devoid of targets and devoid of a playmaker, which, honestly, a lot of receiving cores out there can obviously use his services. But, you know, even the ones that are just like like Arizona, there's no bad place there and there's, for him to yeah, go. There's no. no bad place, but there are obviously are some places where he can still replicate. The performance yeah. he had on the Steelers. It'll be hard for him to replicate what he did on the Steelers if the game plan isn't conducive yeah. to it. Going uh, Rounding out the top 10, 8, Leonard Fournette, 9, Melvin Gordon, 10, Kareem Hunt. Ouch. I mean, Leonard What's Fournette, so one of the biggest. Leonard All three Fournette didn't work Hunt. out for you in certain ways. Melvin Gordon, obviously, Melvin the best Gordon of the bunch. Melvin Gordon killed it for you. I if you handcuffed you. him, you probably survived, especially on some mediocre I, Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler work. Yeah. Um, Melvin Gordon was Todd Gurley when he played, too. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. lights out 25, yeah, 25 fantasy points a game, basically, across format. 
you know. And when Leonard week. Fournette was active, he was good too. I mean, this yeah. is the story of running backs, and that it's this a is shame. the price you pay. It's the and price you pay. You have a you have a positional advantage to have one of these top ten guys or whatever we want to call them, right? The bell cows, and. The risk that you run is the the fragility of the position, right? right? So yep. that's why handcuffing becomes important. Right. But you run that risk just right out of the gate. By paying the $50 to join your draft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the way the football set it up, is. and there's not much we can do about yeah, it. The, yeah, everyone who had Leonard Fournette in your leagues, I bet you they lost. But I won with Leonard Fournette. Well, that's, Tom, you're a savvy veteran. <laughs> yeah, we, we expect that. We hold you, you to a much different standard. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's just a small obstacle for you. For some people, that's <laughs> earth-shattering. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move into quarterbacks now. And uh, quarterbacks was Mahomes, who was 63 points clear of Matt Ryan, who was second. Roethlisberger, Deshaun Watson, Andrew Luck, QB5, not QB6, Tom. Even better. QB7, uh, uh, though, going into – or after week 16 ended. Okay. Oh, okay. So, yeah, because uh, he bumped Rodgers out of – the yeah. sixth spot. Yeah. Uh, Jared Goff, seven. Drew Brees, eight. Russell Wilson, nine. Dak Prescott, 10. Of those, only five of them. Well, of those guys I named, only five. Rodgers, Watson, Wilson, Brees, and Luck were drafted in the as the top 10 quarterbacks and finished in the top 10 of quarterbacks. And I'll tell you what. Luck wasn't in the top 10 in a lot of them, I don't think. No. I saw him being drafted as backup quarterbacks in some uh, leagues. Like, yeah. So, like... You know, obviously his ADP was there, but even he was a fringe guy. You yeah, know, he was probably tenth. And it, you know, obviously we're gonna we beat this drum all the time, but we love beating it, so we shall do it once more. You and know, now we have numbers to prove it. And we have we've always had we always have done. That's yeah. the thing. And now there's even more, more numbers. numbers for us, which is great. Don't pick a quarterback in the top, you know, seven or eight rounds because you're taking a coin flip. If they're even gonna be a top ten player at the position. Right. Pick more running backs. Pairing <laughs> that problem with the fragility of the running back position, right. stock up. Yeah, yeah. Stock Just up on the running back. Them. And if your running backs don't get hurt, then you become, which I always say, the first national bank of running backs, yes. which you can use to get any quarterback you want. Yes. yes. All of them. All, right. all of them. Yeah. Just trade all the backups. Yeah. Pat Mahomes was available for trade for the right running backs this year. This, you, you can yes. do that. Oh, absolutely. And uh, something we probably should have mentioned is like, yeah, the top 10 players of course were dominated by quarterbacks right but that's just because they score the most raw number points. of right. points right but they're so replaceable the amount of quarterbacks that finish as a qb1 over the season every single year is more quarter like more names than there are teams in the nfl that's yeah. right exactly. every year yeah every year we don't even have to check it no, no. i won't we literally don't and if you're one, if you if you want to say Miami, nope, because Brock Osweiler was definitely a QB one, and I know Ryan Tannehill. No, but I mean, there's more than thirty. Right, I'm saying there was yeah, two. Yeah. There was two on Miami. Though. Oh yeah, exactly. There were two on the Bucks. All the Bucks time. had the QB one. <laughs> there was yeah. two yeah. on the Ravens. There's two on like Eagles. every team. Yeah. yeah. So and then you just consider Eagles that too. all the way down. Yep. Yeah. It's just there's it's, no point. It's yeah. awesome, you know. And and as much as you know, as much as we like sit here and hate on it uh, as we record. I love it for our drafts because there's yeah. still people that's, that, They'll do that will still draft quarterbacks. And yeah. it's like, when I see it happen, I'm like, oh, yes. You yeah, did you, right. you, you did me when a, that such quarterback, a service. When that quarterback avalanche starts in like oh, the fifth round. Oh, yeah. And then I'm getting guys that I didn't even expect Cam to. Cam Newton and, and Russell yeah. Wilson and all these guys yep. start flying That's when like, we Bye. feel like Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. We're just <laughs> like, he knows. <laughs> yeah, you're back. Quarterback, quarterback names. 
Pete Cohen. Quarterback <laughs> names are buzzing by our face. Yeah. And we're just. Who <laughs> <laughs> um, was a cucumber? So what we wanted to do with each position is I just wanted to go through and just talk about where guys were being drafted and maybe have Tom, you and Scott kind of identify who you think gave people the best value from the quarterback position this year. Okay. All right. So first off, we're going to go with Philip Rivers. He was drafted as quarterback 12. He finishes QB 11. I just thought that that was a nice poetic thing. You got pretty much exactly what you were expecting. That is Philip Rivers. Yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah. You know, his, he's steady. He was steady. Unfortunately, he burned you in the championship game. But if you, you know, did, if you were thinking with your head and not your heart like me, <laughs> you would have known that he was not going to have a right. good game in that game. Yeah. You know, he's laid it out for you. Phil, you know, he's, he's kind of easy to read when he's going to pop off. That's what's so great about games. him. Also. And you know when to bench him. That's yeah. what's so great yep. about him. You pick him at the end and you can ride him out the whole year. And like we said, you know when yeah. to pull him out and put in Lamar yeah. Jackson or whoever the heck else. Because it's way harder to be like, oh, I have to sit Andrew Luck this week. His matchup stinks. Right. But if, if it's Phil, it's like easy to 13th do. 13th round yeah. pick. No problem. Take a yeah. seat, Phil. Right. We'll give him hell next week. Yeah. Um, Matt Ryan was QB 13. He finished QB 2. Thought that was a great year I mean, for this, him. This was a guy. Under radar kind of This was a guy. I even wrote about it in my article, the Draft Day for Dummies article. Like Matt Ryan was a guy who I thought could have this type of bounce back year. Yeah. You know, it's not very often that you get to get a guy who finishes as the number one overall quarterback just two years before you know, whenever you want. Yeah. Likely the number one player. I, I think he was the number one overall player. Yeah. yeah. And it was really close between him and Aaron Rodgers that year. So I think even depending on your format, Matt Ryan might not have even finished as a number one player, mm. but he did win MVP, had an amazing year. I knew that this bounce back was definitely possible. Uh -huh. And it's nice to see it. And I think it's sustainable. I think Matt Ryan is a guy that he probably won't go early again because he's not very sexy. He doesn't yeah. have the, the appeal that Cam Newton and Russell Wilson and Jimmy G and all these other guys have. He's going to be affordable. And he has that top, top yeah. ceiling. He won't right. be the number two quarterback off the board. No, which doubt. is actually something that I wanted to ask you guys. Who do you think is the number two quarterback going off the board? Deshaun Watson. That's what I was going to say. After Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, I think Watson. I, I think say, I think a lot of it people could still be Rodgers yes, too. I think a lot of people would still go Rodgers too. And by ranking season, I may even have Rodgers there. But right now, I think I have Watson there. Yeah, Watson just looked so good. Yeah, yeah. at the end of that, at the end of the season. Uh, ben Roethlisberger was QB was drafted as QB fourteen and ADP of one pick one thirteen, which is deep in the doldrums of the draft. Uh, he finishes as QB three. Patrick Mahomes QB fifteen finishes as player overall number one. But my pick for this best value yeah. of any draft ever, Patrick Mahomes. Basically. Maybe uh, Mitch Trubisky was drafted as QB twenty two. Yeah, so basically not drafted. He was behind Lamar Jackson. Dak Prescott, QB twenty one, also finishes QB as a top ten quarterback. So we love Dak. Dak with Amari Cooper has been like awesome, a guaranteed top ten, option a fifteen almost. point lock yeah. weekly because the he rushing. has that yeah the running capability, and Dak has that nose for the end zone. That's the best part about him when he when they get down on the goal line, he's getting at least one design run. Dude, the, yes. the read option between him and Zeke is so money. He's By the you way, know he's obviously run that his whole life. Yeah, so it's just a like it's such an easy play, and he's such a physical runner that he's no, tough to, no he's like another goal line. Back. No quarterback has as many rushing touchdowns from as far out. As Dak Prescott, right, right, when it's like a designed run in the like in the uh, red yeah, zone, yeah. like yes, quarterbacks are jumping over the pile. Even Drew Brees, he's does like it six he's yards, short, tough, right, tough mudding out there. Exactly, yeah. though, but they're calling it from a distance, and he's there. He's a certified red zone option. Yeah. You know who's going to have offense. more next year, though? Who? Josh Allen, Lamar, <laughs> yeah. Jackson. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, 
I love Josh Allen, and he's going to be cheap, and we're going to draft him. Yes. And the good thing about that is, is that it's not that much of a risk. No, we'll be able to wave him goodbye if because he's a stinker. What you can, and I'll get the numbers for this eventually, but the 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 rushing stuff seldom repeats. Okay, you know what I mean, yeah. unless it's Cam. But even I with think Cam, he's like that though. I think Allen's like that. I it's think hard to follow those years. Like even yeah. it's like And only, I don't know if the Bills want him to. Even Russell Wilson, like he barely runs now. Yeah. I'll find I'll find the numbers yeah. on that. Yeah. I, it's it's quantifiable. It's worth it's, it's hard worth to do. noting for sure. Yes. So switching over to running back now and just talking about specific value, I think one of the ones that really sticks out for me is Christian McCaffrey. Drafted as running back eleven, he finishes as running back three. Just an unbelievable performance from him this year he shut the haters up you know we weren't we weren't haters we knew that he had this ability dating back to you know the rookie episode where tom was reading off the absurd college stats that he put up the crazy rushing numbers he had it just showed his you know we knew that he was going to be able to run the ball between the tackles and that he'd be able to be a physical runner he's not a big guy but he's built you know he's just like a freaking rock out there and he's so versatile what a year again another top five lock yeah i just wanted to give a Shout out to Saquon and Alvin Kamara as well, because once he got past the top four running backs, Gurley, Le'Veon, David Johnson, Zeke, who in all likelihood were the first four picks, AB was pretty much a consensual top five. Yep. But after that, like some people were taking Melvin Gordon, the Kareem Hunts, the, you know, Did DeAndre you Hopkins. Consensual? Is that also applicable to that? Like consensus, yes. Yeah. But consent, consensual? Consensual. Maybe? Consensual? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't That's know. a Don question. Yeah, and he doesn't that's why know, I'm so, asking. It. So yeah. we're screwed. But anyway, um, I just thought like Saquon being drafted as running back five, finishing as running back two. Kamara drafted as running back six, finishing RB four. Them giving you what you drafted them for in the first round, especially with you know the the Kareem Hunts and the Leonard Fournettes and it's the Dalvin nice. Cooks. I mean, yeah, you. yeah, you stayed them, in it. You stayed. They kept you, that, you alive. Like drafting them was consensual. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, you put your faith in them, and they brought it they back to you, it. and everyone consented. Uh, Joe Mixon provided essentially. <laughs> Joe, I'm not going to live that down. <laughs> Joe Mixon provided a great value. You uh, might be right though. I know is why I asked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but he, but Joe Mixon, I, he, the guys around him were Jordan Howard, Devontae Freeman, Alex Collins, and Derrick Henry, and Lashawn McCoy. So there's a six running back run Mind where field. only one of them hit <laughs> uh, Jordan so, Howard was not horrible he was running back 20 and drafted as running back 12 so you're right yeah, but I but you drafted him as a as a steady running back too and that's what he yeah. was the whole year yeah um, and that's what we brought him up as actually like yeah. the way that he would uh suit you was to provide a baseline right. and sometimes yeah score in bunches right one of the things that we we tried to bring up a lot um in the early season when you're planning your team in the draft was look at your league the way it's scored and find out how many points that you need to score in a given week yeah. to win and yeah. jordan howard is one of those weird guys why he's worth taking in the third and fourth round even though you watch him play and you're like oh my god this guy sucks i hate him he had a game somebody tell him yes but then the next week he runs in two touchdowns and he wins you that week and he might have exactly. lost you the week before but over the stretch of a season jordan howard is a positive a right. net positive player on your team i'll right. draft him again 
Yeah. Yep, me too, because he'll go later. A yeah. uh, couple more values I wanted to highlight. Chris Carson drafted as running back 28. He finishes as running back 15. That's a great one to bring up because I don't think a lot of people noticed him. Yeah. He had almost 1,500 total yards. Yeah, he was it's great. Amazing. He had an amazing year, an amazing year, and they're so committed to running the ball that why would they change it up yeah, so, dr- right? so dramatically? He's somebody that you know the storyline and the talent and all that stuff lines up again for next year. There's Are you not scared of be Penny? Too many changing parts. I'm not scared of Penny. He ha- he's done bad. All right, and I his, know, right? his handcuff would be virtually free. Yeah, so yeah. like that's the best kind of handcuff where it's the best situation. I would even argue Mike Davis might be the handcuff going into drafts next year for Chris Carson, and that e- that's even better though, right? It's yeah, like yes. you don't necessarily have to draft the handcuff. You might want to wait like a couple weeks and then see what happens. Yeah, yeah. and because Chris Carson's not going to cost you like that round one capital anyway. No. Yeah. So if you're going to handcuff one of those guys first and foremost, that makes sense. You don't want to burn so many roster right. spots in the beginning of the I year. I like I like the way you put it. Like he's at. He's like such a safe pick because he's not going to go on a round that's too high. So you can get him when you want. And his handcuff is not going to be thought of. So right. you can get yeah. him if you want to. And you have yourself an easy running it's, back two with running back one upside every week. The big, just the, Seahawks dis- the big disparity from him and his backfield mates is good for both reasons. There's big disparity. So, yeah, yeah you want right. that guy. And then that drives down the price of his handcuff to be completely free. In certain situations where, let's say, like a Deion Lewis and a Derrick Henry, it's good. It gets a little you, murky. You you got to spend a lot right. to get both of them, yeah. and they have they don't have a big disparity, so that doesn't help you out during the regular season because right. it's not obvious whose game is whose. Yeah, sometimes it can be, but it's a crapshoot ultimately. Yeah, yeah it really is. Uh, Tevin Coleman drafted as running back thirty one, obviously. You know, the circumstances really dictated his value. Yeah. But being drafted as running back 31, you ended up getting an RB1 for most of the season. Um, not not performance-wise, but roster-wise, he saying, was their running back. Oh, yeah. like, yeah. Right, right. I right. could have yeah. said that better. Right, yeah, um, for sure. And then but, another um, one, Adrian Peterson running back 35. Maybe an amazing – like, especially for the first half of the ADP year. Yeah. running back 35. No, Adrian Peterson was running back 35. He finished as 35? He was drafted as running back 35. Right. Finished <laughs> – that's what I said, 18, right, Tom? Sorry. <laughs> finished 18. He finished yeah. 18. Tevin Coleman finished 19 as well. Right. So, I mean, those guys were awesome. AP, yeah. I mean, he defied us every yeah. week. We were like, AP's done. He did start to slow down, but we were never right. Yeah. yeah. No, Which no. is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we were on the side of, you know, logic. This, yeah. yeah. We were definitely on the side <laughs> of logic, but it's Adrian Peterson. Yeah. It's all day Adrian. We should have did we shouldn't have doubted him. I know, yeah. like even last year though, like it was very obvious he'd have a game then a short week and we're like, okay, we shut down Adrian Peterson. Right. He craps a bit. Yeah. So then it's like how much longevity does this guy have left? I know. So it wasn't just on a baseless ageist, yeah. you know, I'm calling it we I'm had. calling it right now. AP is on a team next year as a starter. No questions. Asked. Why doesn't on he re- a team. Why can't he return to the Redskins? He yeah. easily could. Re- well, it's going to be the guy's show. But I know. But he's got to show he's But why healthy. not? You're right. Yeah. Why not roster him? Because yeah. Piran's giving you nothing. The deeper we go, the better these values get. Tariq Cohen was drafted as running back 40. He finishes running back 13. Shh. Don't tell people that. Okay. He finished running back 41, actually. He finished he running back. back 11 in full point PPR. Wow. Uh, and then He's not a running back, you know? Yeah. And that's what makes him amazing, and that's what we had hoped, you know, fingers yeah. crossed, hoped and prayed. One of the things that we were talking about and in this uh, episode last year, I had brought up the Bears as, as someone who I thought was going to be an ADP value as a team going into the draft. And, you know, the stars kind of aligned because it was right around the Matt Nagy hiring, so it was fresh in our mind when I had brought it up. But it seems as though they delivered because you, you were singing the praises of Trubisky, and like you said, I think Tariq Cohen was one of the best in-draft 
values yeah. that you can have. Obviously, there were waiver guys. Obviously, there was you know Philip Lindsay and your Damian Williams and these guys who came on. But inside the draft, I don't know of a better running yeah. back value than Tariq Cohen. Do you have a team that you're looking at based on the coaching hires that have happened already that's giving you the same feeling that the Bears gave you last year? You know, I don't have one that's like in particular that's giving me that that warm and fuzzy. I have a few players I'm excited for. You know, obviously the hiring um, in Arizona I think is huge for David Johnson, like I said yeah. before. Um, I think Rodgers with Matt LaFleur is actually going to be really nice. I know that they kind of the Titans kind of struggled in that offense last year gaining an identity, but I think the Packers really have a firm identity yeah. and when you have that with Rodgers and you know the reason they hired him is because they're, they're going to work yeah. together I think and la the last one I think and I was thinking about this on my ride over the team I think is going to be the biggest ADP value is actually the Titans and the reason I think that is because of, like you said, I think those two running backs are really going to eat into each other and they're going to drive each other's ADP down where I think Derrick Henry is going to be that hammer next year. I'll die on that hill believing that yeah. because it's, it's like right around contract year for Derrick Henry. Yeah. It's right around contract year for Marcus Mariota. It is. It's a huge prove it year for Corey Davis. Yeah. So the parts of this offense need to come together and they need to come together next yeah. year. So I think that they, their offense will actually be better than it has been okay. with Mariota. You know, in the past. I can't believe that's we're not, my bold prediction. I can't believe you didn't bring up Bruce Arians going to the Bucks. Oh, I mean, but like the Bucks were so good in fantasy already. Yeah, I think but they'll I mean, still like, be great. But like, I think Winston's going to get buried in the in the quarterback draft pool, though, and I think that he's going to be a weekly winning option with Arians. Scott loves oh, yeah. Winston. I, I love Jameis, and I love Bruce Arians. Yeah, so, and I Mike mean, Evans might slip because he didn't like, have a Mike sexy Evans, year. Mike Evans was awesome and yeah. will be drafted as a top ten to fifteen wide receiver like he was last year. Godwin will get respected. I don't. I, don't, know. I, I think Godwin will get respected, we'll and I think Humphreys will yeah. too. It's a long time between now. That's and why then. I didn't think of them because they were yeah. really like they were a really good fantasy team the whole year. I was. Trying to, you know, the Bears were a bad team. They, they were a bad they fantasy were. team the year yeah. before. And the Titans were a pretty bad yeah. fantasy team. This I think year also too. the Browns are worth mentioning. Under Freddie Kitchens, oh, they're go gonna ahead. be yeah, go you off, know, Tom. There's a few stats here. Throwing the um, whole kitchen sink at him, huh, yeah, Tom? Everything but the kitchen sink, really. They led the NFL. So this is all stats since week nine yep. going forward. They led right. the NFL in yards per play, six point eight six. They tied the league in yards per pass attempt, eight point seven two. Fourth in yards per game, fourth in passing yards per game. Wow. And twenty three point seven five points per game. Just which is enough to win any ball game. Twenty four points I a think, game. I think Nick Chubb's fantasy I, points per game yep. doubled. That's so the next Nick one. Chubb was RB six from that point on. Um, he had <laughs> almost. He was RB sixteen. If you way. round up his touches, he had twenty touches a game on average, right. and uh, almost eighteen fantasy points a game. Oh baby, keep yeah. going. What else you got? <laughs> Let's Tom. go. Uh, Baker Mayfield in this stretch was QB 10, 19 points per game. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, with a sixty nine. A percent completion percentage. <laughs> nice. And uh, yeah, there are a lot of That's other. Good, man. There's a lot. There's more. And there's I'll more. tell you what, but there were a lot of. Like, it's all favorable. You right? saw. You saw like Jarvis used in a really nice way too. Like he was throwing deep balls. They had him hitting deep balls in those later weeks too. So. I think that one was a great one to bring I mean, up. I think that's the that's actually the biggest coaching yeah. related positive yeah. that, that I have. Duke Johnson and David and Joku's usage doubled under Freddie Kitchens. It's hard to. That's a lot. How could Duke Johnson's double if he wasn't being used at all? Exactly. Can you double zero? <laughs> well, it's still zero. So yeah, you're right. Um, there isn't an exponent that we there isn't a math equation that we could make to show the Freddie Kitchens effect on Duke Johnson. 
Yeah, that I think I mean, that speaks for itself. That's nice. That's that, that's good numbers <laughs> yeah. out of you, Tom. That's good stuff, yeah. and makes me really excited for you know it's just more names at quarterback, but Baker too. Nick Chubb, obviously. I'm all over. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where do you think he goes? Like a third rounder? You think that's he why I'm all over high? him. I think he's a back end second. Yes, I think this is. I think exactly what happens. Starting mock draft season, he'll be like a, a front round third. Okay. And then he's going to start just moving up into the second <laughs> yeah, round. Yeah. And the earlier you draft, the better deal you'll get. The later you draft, you're going to have to pay full price. They'll always be inextricably linked because they were both running backs in the same backfield. But, you know, it, I, Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle, I think those two yeah. will be very interesting where they go. I bet Nick Chubb goes higher than him because just because of the Patriots. He will. Know, kind of murkiness. He will. But, and he deserves it too. But, uh, you know, those two guys, if I had those two as my two running backs on my fantasy team next year, boy, I would be happy. That's yeah. a cool team. So we'll move on the to the Bulldogs. Yeah. <laughs> Give that me AJ cool, Green yeah. and Matt Stafford too. <laughs> we'll uh we'll move on to the ADP review of wide receivers. Um really a great year for wide receivers returning the value that you gave them especially the at the top of the board. The quarterback explosion obviously hand in yeah. hand with the receivers. Sure. Um Antonio Brown drafted wide receiver 1, finishes wide receiver 4. I think that's a great return on investment. DeAndre Hopkins drafted and finished as wide receiver 2, a nice little wrinkle there. Good for him. Odell Beckham drafted wide receiver 3, finishes as wide receiver 16 because he missed the last five games of the year. And he still we'll finished see. at 16. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Julio Jones drafted wide receiver four, finished at wide receiver five. Great value. Perfectly good. Michael Thomas drafted wide receiver five, finished wide receiver six. What a year. <laughs> Deontay, Devontae Adams drafted wide receiver six, finished wide receiver three, so that he was the one who kind of bumped Julio and Michael Thomas down a peg. Wait, you said he finished wide receiver three? Yeah. That's where I had him. Yeah. That's where I had him ranked to start <laughs> right the year. At, right at, um, I remember bringing my wide receiver rankings. Like, these, that, these rankings are nuts. And, and then I looked at all yours. It's like, oh, they're not bad yeah. at all. The team so. that I won with Fournette, my second round pick was right. Adams. Every yeah. team with <laughs> Adams as their second round pick won the championship. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, <laughs> rounding out the top 10, Keenan Allen drafted wide receiver 7, finished wide receiver 12. Pretty good return. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, AJ Green drafted wide receiver 8, missed a lot of time in yeah. and out. Was rushed back from injury when the Bengals were fighting for to save their season. Quick note and, on the Bengals: Tyler yeah. Boyd was not within the top one hundred yeah. wide receivers in ADP. Yeah. So there's one of the best values of the year. I mean, that was just the, like the, I think he had the most shocking performance yeah. at the position of the year by far. Yeah. Uh, Tyree Kill drafted as wide receiver nine, finishes wide receiver one. One great legend. year, uh, legend of <laughs> yeah. a year. He's a first round pick in my opinion. I mean, I, he was top five last year too. So yeah, it's two years in a row. Two now. top five finishes, a one overall finish. And, you know, he, yes, he is up and down and he's volatile. Guess what? Every wide receiver is. Antonio and Brown was less hits, consistent. You win. Yep. Period. Point blank. When yep. Tyreek Hill hits, you win. Because yep. he yep. hits for something that no one else in the NFL can replicate. Yep. It's insane. Yep. He's on the perfect team. Yeah. Yes. The last one to get to in the top 10, Mike Evans, drafted wide receiver 10, finishes wide receiver 8. But the media doesn't want you to know that, except for the Ruts boys. Uh, just wanted to note, Stephon Mike Diggs. Mike Evans, 6,800 yeah. on DraftKings, will never be forgotten by me and Tom. Like, never. We have too much. Re- if we were doing the pricing, Mike Evans never gets out of the top five wide yeah. receivers. He'd never be on our team. No. no, we would never be able to afford him. Uh, 
couple notes just on just value wise. I thought these were really cool. Stephon Diggs drafted and finished as wide receiver eleven. Nice. Um, Doug Baldwin drafted as wide receiver fourteen. I think he just crept into the top twenty at the end of the year with that surge of his. Pretty good when you think about yeah. it. I'll tell you what. I will go right back to Doug Baldwin all over yep. next I year. I will too. Thielen drafted as wide receiver fifteen. Finished wide receiver seven. Juju Smith Schuster drafted wide receiver sixteen. Finished wide receiver nine. Robert Woods, I'm trying to find him on the list right now, but I'm scrolling a lot. That's a great for your full PPR. I think, Control I F. Think, uh, Robert F. Woods, drafted wide receiver 44, finished wide receiver 10. Wow, that's a great awesome value year. there. He ain't going wide receiver 44 again this year. No, he he'll be is top, not. He'll be a wide receiver too, drafted as a wide receiver too. And still an unsexy one. Do you think that, like, I, I, my brain, my wheels got spinning, and now I'm thinking, like, you think Juju and Thielen make it to, like, the third and fourth, or you think they're, they're like, up there, second-round values? I think Juju is. I don't know about Thielen. Cause Full finished, PPR, so. they're they're going to be gods yeah. again. Like, that, imagine having it's a those crowded, two. It's a crowded field this year, yeah. I think. I think they actually wind up in the third. Yeah, yeah. right? There's Not some, deep. Because there's yeah, a lot yeah, of running backs in the second round that people are going to want to take, too. And there, there's so much running back yeah. talent that is so so tasty. Yeah. So much temptation. We mentioned Tyler Boyd outside the top 100 in terms of uh, draft position. He finished wide receiver 17. <laughs> Tyler Lockett, out, also outside the top 50, finished at wide receiver 15. Just a great a, year. My a draft great value of the year yeah. that got like two votes. Um, <laughs> uh, j- another... One more that I just think was interesting. Amari Cooper was drafted as wide receiver 15. He finished as wide receiver 18. But there was a point where you would have never imagined no. that that was where he was oh going to finish. Oh, my God. What a turnaround. Yeah, an unbelievable of, a, of his whole career. Like, yes. We, even even the three of us, and probably not Don. Don always believed. But I did. Like, I view Amari Cooper drastically differently than I did at the start of I this mean, year. I used the to want him nowhere, year. and I think I want him everywhere. Right? Yeah. I think him in the third round is a steal. He had a great game. He had yeah. two great games in the playoffs, too. Yeah. The only thing he didn't Draft's do was – well, he, he scored against the Rams, right? Yeah, he did. But the only thing he didn't do in that first round matchup was score. The draft is going to be awesome next year. Like you yes. said, there's so much talent. But that's why it's important to look at ADP and to do yeah. these types of reviews because ADP is what drives a lot of your drafts, especially if you're just sitting at home on your computer with all everybody else. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you know what I mean? If you have an online draft, not a draft where everybody's there, oh, yeah, that, yeah. you know, ADP is the Bible with which everybody follows. Yeah. And if you're savvy enough to say, no, no, I'm not going here, I'm scrolling down in this round and finding the gems, that's how, in, in our opinion, that's how you win the league. Yeah. So finding these trends in ADP, finding your Tariq Cohens and guys like that, that is the way to win. Right. That is the way to go. Yes. I uh, love so, to reach. Oh, it's the yeah. most fun. It's definitely yes. fun. The best picks are the silencer picks. Plant like your flag. When you pick a, a sleeper and yeah. you put it up there and people are like, oh, oh man. Yeah. Or when you pick <laughs> someone who doesn't even have a sticker. That, that's a Tom to classic. Write it in. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, you drew James White once. Yeah. <laughs> a silhouette, really. But I'm, I'm due for one of those every year oh, in yeah. that draft. Jordan Wilkins yeah. this year it was. Legend Jordan <laughs> Wilkins. You know, he actually finished in the top 15 of those yards per carry guys. Oh, really? Yeah, he did. It's interesting. Yep. Uh, we'll move on to tight end. Obviously, Gronk, he was tight end one. He killed you. Uh, but he did finish his tight end 11.3 behind the number 10 tight end, Vance McDonald. Yes, that's right. Vance McDonald, Vance McDonald in half-point PPR was a, tight, was a tight end one. <laughs> Better Insanity. than Gronk. Yeah. He got half of his point. He got a tenth of his points or even more, I think. On the Chris Gronk Conte was such a bad touchdown. tight end, he wants to retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but the top 10 tight ends in terms of points, Kelsey, Ertz, Kittle, Ebron, Jared Cook, Austin Hooper, Trey Burton, Kyle Rudolph, David Njoku, Vance McDonald. Of those 10, 
Only five were drafted as starters. Basically. Start as top ten tight ends via ADP. It was Kelsey, Ertz, uh, Burton, Rudolph, and Njoku. And Rudolph just bailed you out on a miracle hail mary yeah. the last week. Of the yeah, season. Rudolph had two like, touchdowns that week. Rudolph yeah. had what thirty two week uh, week sixteen. Yeah, it was funny when we were going over one hundred nineteen. That's a fourth of his points. When we were week. going over. Uh, our plum picks for the year and yeah. seeing how well we did. Right. And we found Don's was Kyle Rudolph. Don was like, Oh, well that one busted. But then it was like <laughs> yeah. the one other week that he actually yeah, did. Right. So <laughs> yeah. You actually no, he had it. 20 yards and yeah. a touchdown that week. <laughs> Whoa. Go me. Um, We're going to have a lot to say about tight ends down the road. Yeah. Obviously it shakes out a yeah, lot. It's like, really not a lot to talk about. It, it shakes out a lot like quarterback where they're so replaceable and, and it's like shelved off. Right? Yeah. Like it's so strongly well, tiered. That's where it's different though. There's a huge drop. And yeah. even then you're not exactly safe as Gronk went to go prove. Yeah. Right. And then George Kittle can go to prove that you can enter it from the bottom as well. Yeah. So there are similarities. There are differences. I know Scott thinks that we're on the verge of a tight end renaissance for at least a few yeah. just a couple guys right yeah but um it's never gonna happen i actually it should i don't think that it will no i, I think that like there are but i don't people and people players yeah. athletic enough to kind of start Definitely. this type of thing but you know f- football was never really meant to be played through the tight end and i get that as well but even got you know you watch a guy like ian thomas play on the panthers and you're like wow this guy is special you i'm know, excited like to beast. once we really dive into that though because there it's going to be good to have those well that's varying you, you takes love on the garbage yeah, tight end. Sure. the tight end is my favorite to research so i will be robust in my knowledge yeah. Come, yeah, I'll, I'll just sing the praises of the, of the top of the crop, and you can handle the, the garbage time, and yeah. we'll get the whole thing covered. Yeah, I yeah. mean, what what better division of labor could there be? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you deal with the crap, and I'll handle with the good stuff, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I like it, though. It sounds like my job. <laughs> <laughs> the crap part. Um, anyway. Just, just one more thing note. Jared Cook, t- drafted as tight end 26, finishes as a top five tight end. I mean, Legend. Scott, I know you loved his season this year, so yeah, I just was, wanted to make sure I said that. He was that. my favorite tight end of the year yeah. by far. And like I said during the year, like his snaps were reduced and he was still pulling through. They had a game against the Ravens where he caught the ball like one-handed, scooped it off the ground That's as sick. one of his only two catches, and it was a touchdown. Like, come hell yeah. or high water, Jared Cook did everything he could for you this year. Yeah. And like you said, 26th ADP. Yeah. He it was won't be free. like that next year. Free. Eric Ebron still had the most drops. <laughs> and he was tight end four. Yeah, thirteen so, like, touchdowns he do had. You, so will you draft? I mean, obviously we won't draft. Nope. him no way, no way. But do you think that he'll be like one of the guys up at I the top? I do. I really I do. Don't. I think he the will top be. five. He had too many touchdowns not to be. I think the top five next year is. Uh, you know what? It's. I think too it's many touchdowns. Be Kelsey, Ertz, Kittle, uh, Trey Burton, and Gronk. No. Wow. Gronk's retiring. Then Gronk becomes, okay. In my okay. in okay. this situation, okay. Gronk's retiring. Okay. I'll give you that. And uh Cook. No. Uh, who do, I just Hooper? had Wayne Harris. Too. No. Hearn. Wayne Harris. No. <laughs> oh. Well, he's got a two-game suspension, so he's probably he's not going to be a top Looming. Five. There's nothing confirmed yeah. yet, but it's not looking too good for our boy. I really can't believe I'm just blanking on this. All our Sorry, Jets players everybody. get suspended. It's fine. Delaney Walker? Nope. I think this is it's, fun. Maybe we'll get it. I was thinking it was in joke, but it's Jordan, not. My no. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to love him. Uzama? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Hunter Henry. 
Oh, oh okay. I, was th- okay. I think Hunter Henry comes back and is a top five option. That was like an Drafted opposite Stephen A. moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we needed Stephen A. Actually, he would have been like, he I'll tell you who's going to be good. Hunter Henry. He would have made that game interesting too today. All right. So that's going to do it for the, uh, the ADP review. Hopefully we gave you something to chew on. We didn't do to- kickers, dude. <laughs> I, honestly, I was going to be like, all right, let's take a look at kicker and just have just to see how Watch Tom, Tom think. Um, the, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, and then defense barely matters either. Uh, so we're just going to move forward. We if will you be drafted back. defense is highly. You know, it didn't work out. Yeah. yeah. So stop. <laughs> just knock it yeah. off. The Bears were free. Yeah. <laughs> the Bears were free. And they dominated. Yeah. And guess who was free the year before? The Jags. Yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yep. Uh, so, so you know, just a lot to consider. Some things to keep in the back of your mind. We're coming back next week with another. ADP uh, is important. Yeah, it's very it's important. So important. As much as I don't want to admit its importance because, you know, like we do our own research. We come up it's with our most own guys that we thing. like. It is so important. It's yeah. the most important thing, like Tom said. You need to take advantage of ADP. And when you do and you find those gems, you find that Pat Mahomes that everyone was sleeping on, or you find all these other guys that we had brought up throughout this whole episode, that is how you win. Not, yeah. you know, anything else. Not because your your first round running back gets you 15 points a week. Guess what? Uh, so do all the other ones. The gold in ADP is where the league is won. Yeah, that's – well, I, there are other ways to win, obviously, but the first way to win – is by analyzing ADP. Right. And it's the most pressing because the draft is well, so you get important. To also, and just to combine it with all the other things we say, you get to take 100 more shots on it if you don't draft the positions that are so replaceable week right. to week. Right, exactly. You you have a higher chance of getting one of these guys who pop off in the third, fourth, yeah. fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth round. They pop off from every yeah. round. Right. So take the quarterbacks again. You know, this is another year for Matthew Stafford. This is oh, just, another this Stafford. A, yeah. this is Stafford. Another year. Philip Rivers, Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan season. I'll see you in the 13th quarterback. Marvin Dak Jones. Prescott. Marvin Jones too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just Maybe. we're just reeling off. Where do you names. think he's going to Save get it for next week cuz next week is Marvin? the Yeah. <sighs> save it. Save it for next week because 11th later. But save it, because this is all what we're doing next week. Next week we're doing the "Don't Forget About" episode. Don't, yo, don't forget Ooh. about Marvin Jones. Really? So I don't start. I'm going to start researching that now. So don't forget to tune in next week. We are going. We're finally. We're we're hammering it out. We're actually going to say who you should not forget about going into next year because we think that their ADP will not reflect their season project protections. That's going to be the week before during the Pro Bowl week. The Super Bowl prop bet pool is coming back. I've actually already started coming up with new questions for it. Number one on the list, will Outcast reunite now that Big Boy was announced as one of the performers of the Super Bowl halftime show? Uh, last time it was it will, will in sync reunite. I think Outcast has a better chance. Than I actually NSYNC thought did. it was Insync that came out on stage too. I remember. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He had like four male background dancers. I know. Yeah. I was like, that did I like started choking. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so just a preview of that. Also, our prop at pool winner has been calculated, but we are not announcing it until. We do the Super Bowl prop bet pool episode. Combine our prop betness. Yes, yes. All, exactly. the, all the betters are in. Yes, together. Yes. So we will see everybody next week. Don't forget about it. Keep scoring. Hey!